Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Welcome back, guys. How are you, Nick? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about a very good Marvel show. (laughs) A very good one. A very good. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, as you know, I mean, like, if you've listened to this show before, you know we're huge Marvel fans, so we're hyped to talk about it. And if you've watched our live streams, you know we're pretty big Loki fans, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But for those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I created to share movie and TV content created by diehard fans. And uh, this podcast specifically is a show where we want to nerd out about the franchises we love the most, like Marvel, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, Disney, from our unique point of view. So we release episodes Thursdays, and if you like any of the episodes you listen to, we ask you to please give us a follow and a review on iTunes because it'll really help the show grow, and we'd love you. And (laughs) (laughs) we would love you. And we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention the other podcast on the Popcorn Heist Network called The Sims Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, bromances of the MCU are discussed by two lovely hosts, Alyssa and Kelly. And if you want more pop culture content, such as blog posts, rankings, brackets, and Trivia Tuesday, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist. And with that, as Nick mentioned, for the past five weeks, we've been doing live streams for the Marvel episodes coming out every week on Disney+. Plus. But since Loki ended last week, we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to it because that's what we did for Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Yes, we have much to talk about. More than just the final episode, we have the whole series to talk about. So Yes, I mean, a lot happened in the finale, and we really haven't talked about it at all. Like, usually... I know. We text and we're like, hey, have you seen it or anything? I made sure not to text because I didn't want to like skew your opinion or, or anything. Yeah, I was like, usually, you know, um, I'm not a huge fan of like the shows coming out at 3 a.m. on the Wednesday or Friday. But this was one I like, woke up Wednesday and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch Loki. Worked all day and was like super excited to watch when I finished work. So um, this was one I like really looked forward to. And I'm surprised we haven't texted about it. I know. I'm like really, (laughs) I'm kind of scared, but also really interested to hear what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will kind of watch the episode in an unideal format. I was actually going into the office that day and I like knew I couldn't wait the entire day because I was going out with my coworkers after. I was like, I can't wait until like midnight tonight. Did you watch on your phone? I downloaded it on my phone. Oh no, Jake. I never, I would never watch an episode like this on my phone. It's like, I know it's like a big no, no for me. Yeah, I know you got to have lights off. You got to have headphones in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Volume. If I'm watching alone, I always put my I connect my computer to the TV and connect my headphones. So like my parents will walk in and they'll see the TV's playing and it looks like I'm not listening to the sound. And then they'll be like, oh, he has your phones in. I didn't know you could do that. You you still. Well, have your- I, yeah, I have the weird like adapter that just plugs right into your computer and computer. And then you just put Bluetooth onto your headphones. You hear every word. Interesting. 
Yeah, well, I have the the new AirPods, and they have, they're actually pretty good. The noise cancellation is, is yeah, really good. But agreed. Obviously, still not the most ideal format. But I want to hear every word Miss Menace has to, has to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that because she had a she had some scared. big moments. Yep. Yeah. Um, but as we start any episode, Nick and I bonded over quotes when we first became friends, and we said, "How can we start a podcast network and a multimedia?" pop culture organization without, without sharing quotes yes so we're gonna share a quote uh from loki nick's gonna deliver it for you from one yep, of his favorite characters actually one of my favorite characters and honestly after i watched the episode i i think on our live stream i mentioned this i was like just that conversation that quote i loved it so here it goes i think it's from episode um it's from episode two i think it's from episode two it is from yeah, episode two yeah, yeah. It is and it's, it's, two. it's mobius says it and it is if you think too hard about where any of us came from, who we truly are, it sounds kind of ridiculous. Existence is chaos. Nothing makes any sense. So we try to make some sense of it, which is kind of amazing because it's like this guy who works in this in the TVA, Time Variance Authority, in this random place built by, at that time, they thought it was the timekeepers. And he like Loki's like almost making fun of him for it. And then he's like, Loki, you're some god from Asgard, like Odin, like adopted odin son like tried to take over earth like your existence is chaos too and and when you really think about it like all of our existences even in real life are chaos so i really love that quote i thought it was like a nice way to connect the two characters because loki's almost like making fun of him and he's like your existence is just as chaotic yeah and it also like connects to the audience because existence really doesn't make much sense and is pretty chaotic when you really think about it so i just love that quote i know i'm pretty sure you did too jake so oh i loved it that was one of my favorite quotes of the whole series i mean like who doesn't like have those moments where you just sit around you're like this doesn't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) what the hell getting a little deep a little dark here (laughs) on episode 21 and and you know what it connects to the finale too because really it really was bonkers what was happening in the finale. I was going to say kind of a meta quote choice because the finale gets really into time travel and stuff where you're like, you, we try our hardest to make sense of it. But sometimes like anytime you mess with time to quote Tony Stark, it's going to mess back. So, Oh yeah. You'll Spoil- learn. Spoilers from this point on, if you haven't seen Loki finale, uh, we're yes. going to dive. We're going to talk major spoilers, major, major spoilers. Um, so let's from the beginning. I want to start right from how the finale started, um, where it was. It gave you the previously on um, recap. So going into this episode, I mean, on our live stream, we kind of settled on you settled on your own theory where you thought it was going to be this workaround with the <laughs> that original. wasn't a pre thought theory. I thought of that during the live stream. I kind of yeah. wish I was right. I was impressed. That. I was impressed. <laughs> Uh, yeah my theory was that it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be a loki the whole time actually you made me think it was gonna be a loki that was your theory i feel like that became like the main theory going forward and then i i was like what loki would be like we've seen a million lokis like what loki would be interesting it wouldn't even be like that interesting to see another loki anymore and i was like what if it was the main loki from like the original timeline and he didn't get killed by thanos and he somehow made it to this like spot because they kind of hinted at that like og loki was like oh that's what happened to him in his timeline he like created a perfect uh recreation of himself a perfect illusion and oh like old loki you're saying yeah 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 so i was like maybe maybe it's the og loki that'd be 
I mean, you know I don't like when characters come back to life. If anyone listens to this podcast, they probably know that I like when characters are dead and gone. But that's one twist that I would have been like, okay, that's pretty cool. But at this point, like, the show is so crazy and they're touching on such chaotic themes that, like, they got to go headfirst into the stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I know. And Marvel has proven they don't really kill people that much. No. And when they... Honestly, Marvel's done a good job of, like, killing people. Uh, they've done a good job of killing certain characters, but then other characters that they, you know they have to bring back, they'll, like, bring them back in a in a weird way that you'll be like, okay, at least it's not the same exact version. Yeah. But that would have been cool. That would have been a nice twist. But it, it didn't cool. happen. Spoilers. Yeah. But <laughs> I was going to say, the previously on, it kind of made me think. I was like, it's me definitely going to be a look because they specifically said the quote. I wrote it down. I rewatched the finale today and took notes. Um, Mo- they replay the Mobius quote where he says, "You were born to course cause chaos and pain," and it. I was like, that makes it seem like it's a Loki. Like, why would they redo that? That quote? and they like know. showed the scene of him watching Thanos, like Loki from the show watching Thanos kill the original Loki, and I was like, why are they showing this again? It like yeah. the previous one definitely made me think I was right for sure. Yeah, yeah, very misleading. But yeah. then, um, oh my god, so. I loved the Marvel. I love the Mar- the regular Marvel crawl, the Marvel Studios one. But mm-hmm. when you heard um, the song, the the jazz song from the end of Endgame is called uh, "It's Been a Long, Long Time." When you heard that, that was in, really cool. Were you like, "Oh my yeah. god, are they going to go oh, yeah. back to the Captain America scene and like do something no. there right now?" No, I didn't really think that, but I I noticed that it was a song, but I didn't think that I knew that freaking Chris Evans wasn't going to be in it. No, but I didn't know if they were going to like do a different camera angle and like somehow like just use the same footage and do something weird. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't really think that was a possibility. Okay, what did you you know what I'm going to say? If if anyone listening has seen Star Wars Rebels, did this scene remind you of Star Wars Rebels? A very opening scene. Yes. I was like, this is straight out of Star Wars Rebels because it was the same thing. And pretty much what happens in Star Wars Rebels, they go into some weird time thing and they hear everyone's voices from throughout the whole like Star Wars universe, past, future, whatever. Um, So cool. It was very cool. I loved it, too. It. um, Yeah. Did they have any from after this? Well, I guess I guess this doesn't really happen at a point in time. No, but that's like a good point honestly because it's still we're, we'll get into that it gets to a weird territory where this is kind of outside of time but not but nothing is truly outside of time mm-hmm. which was a little confusing yeah but i guess there can be nothing that we've seen after this and like they're not gonna like start bringing quotes from movies they haven't released yet so yeah you know because in star wars when they did it in rebels like the star wars timelines all over the place it occurred in the middle of like the universe so then they were able to bring in quotes from the future but I guess this, I can't really like do that. It doesn't fit as, it doesn't fit the same way. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Te- technically in the timeline order, especially on Disney plus, they order it that the Loki show comes before WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. But again, which, which it does, but these changes that happen in the finale happen outside of time. So technically WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier happen before these major changes happen in the finale. But I don't know about that. We don't really know that. You don't think so? I mean, it doesn't seem like the timeline's broken at the time, but I don't know that they're going to address it that way, that it's like, oh, like moving forward, the timeline's broken. I don't know that they're going to do that. I think it's going to be like, they're going to have to figure out a different way to, to weave it in. It's not going to be like, oh, now the events of Loki happened, the timeline's broken. I think it might like come back to, which I, I think is something I want to talk about, like how the all the variants of Loki are happening. I think they kind of like, 
I think it could kind of make sense with the way we we saw things in this finale, but we'll get to that. But I don't think it's going to be addressed like now the timeline's broken, like after WandaVision, timeline's broken. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. The only people that would know that the timeline is broken is Doctor Strange, probably, and like Wanda when it gets to Doctor Strange 2, because technically on our MCU timeline, nothing seems wrong to them unless someone from another dimension another universe comes into their timeline exactly like who yeah and and the thing is like at what point in the sacred or like our timeline the timeline we've been watching this whole time like at what point is that one the yeah at what point did the events of the finale here affect our like main timeline we've been watching i think it's we're supposed to assume that it's always affected it it's exactly. just like nothing would happen to those characters because they didn't branch off they just stayed in the main route and exactly other people branched off and and actually this is what i'll just get to it now because this is something that i've been wanting to be addressed the whole show and i don't feel like they directly addressed it like how is there so many loki's how is there different versions of people in the same like like how is there different versions of loki if there's a sacred timeline so i was thinking that maybe um the villain we see in this episode, he was from the main timeline that we've been watching. And then once he decided to like, this is the main timeline. That's when he went and like cut all the other timelines at a certain point. Yeah. If that I makes think, sense. I think they kind of explained it, but also uh, we're, we're going to get into it. I think um, it was a little, wishy-washy how they determine how they use the terms timeline universe reality like they did not they kind define of use them. them interchangeably and i feel like you need to define them when you're doing multiverse stuff i know and even like the other loki's like oh in my timeline this is what happened it's not like in my i feel like they definitely did not lock that down but i that's something they have to address and i feel like how does it make sense that there's different there's no longer any different versions of the main villain who will get more about him in a second but there's there's still different versions of Loki. You know what I mean? I, we'll get to that. I I, yeah. I think I have an explainer for yeah. that. So let's go through the, the, the main episode. So yeah. we see um, Sylvie and Loki are at what we know is the Citadel at the end of time. They're like, you see the, the sacred timeline swooping around them. They open up, they walk in, and Nick's favorite character, Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes, baby, my fave. I literally, like, my <laughs> earphones were so loud. I was, like, threw my earphones out of my Hey, ear. y'all! miss minutes is my girl love her still best villain best marvel villain better than thanos did you like her whole scene like did you feel like it was i felt it was like really cool how they did like kind of creepily but i was expecting her to be a little bit more you know i think she's just a manifestation of uh the i don't want to say his name because who even knows exactly what this version of him is but um i think she's a manifestation of like the main villain and he could just like control her however he wants, like not a man- manifestation, but like he can, he just controls her, like she does his bidding. I think he created her. I don't know if she's a manifestation. Yeah, he her. created her. She does his bidding, is what I mean. Like yeah, whatever yeah. she says is like pretty much coming from him. And she's cool. I really, I like love her. her. Yeah, I love and her. I, I like that. Like I feel like this was like one last test to be like, are these the ones? Mm-hmm. So Very, I like, like that. I and she's a voice by Tara Strong, like legendary voice actress Timmy Turner and hey y'all. Um, what's her name bubbles from powerpuff girls she's the best i love her so originally 
I found this out because I was doing some research afterwards is that in the there were multiple cuts of the finale and one cut of the finale um, there was supposed to be a big fight scene between right after her proposition like with Miss Minutes Sylvie and Loki like she was going to start like Miss Minutes them. wise yeah oh that would have been so cool it would have been really cool right no but I, I like it that they left it out honestly I I I like I like that they left that out and I'll get to why once we get further into the episode yeah and I think she's probably coming most likely coming back for oh season yeah two. oh yeah my yeah. girl they would never yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would never throw her one out. character oh. i don't want to die <laughs> <laughs> all right and then forward uh in that conversation when she's proposing hey we can reinsert you guys back into the timeline like come on she basically like reveals pretty much the only name we get for the guy but comic book fans know who the main villain is who's behind everything she calls him he who remains who we'll get into it, but he's actually a separate character from the comics who kind of exists at the end of time too. But he's the one who created the TVA, created the timekeepers. And again, at this point, we still don't know, like they're getting to it like very slowly, which was really cool. Like I was like literally on the edge of my seat. Like this is definitely a Loki. Like at this point, I'm still like, this is definitely a Loki. Yeah. Or it's someone who we like have seen before or something like that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think after that, let's see, I have all my notes here. Um, I have some questions that were coming up and stuff. So one of the propositions that she gives him is like, Loki, like you can beat the Avengers and you can kill Thanos. Like, do you think he always planned, like if he won the battle of New York, that he was going to go back and kill Thanos? And like, I'm sure. Yeah. Gauntlet for himself. I don't know about if he knew it was specifically the gauntlet, but I bet he was not planning to beat Thanos as little lackey. I like that. Yeah. I like that, I like that too. Yeah. Um, then it goes to Renslayer. And she's like waiting for Miss Minutes, like because she's trying to go to the Citadel at the end of time. Mm. And Miss Minutes is like, "Oh, I got those files downloaded for you, but it's not the files she asked for." And she says, "Well, he thinks that the these may be more uh, <laughs> important." I just for thought you. of a, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I thought of something mad funny. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, in Zoolander, when Owen Wilson. AKA Mobius takes the computer and goes, we got a bunch of files coming your way and throws the whole computer. <laughs> Imagine Mobius just came in and did that. <laughs> oh my God. Would have been he just comes into Renslayer's office. We got a bunch of files coming your way. <laughs> oh, that would be a great Zoolander callback. That would have been amazing. Oh, I love okay. it. Anyway. The, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she gives her some random files, and later in the episode, I mean, we could touch on Renslayer's thing now because it was only like two scenes. Yeah. Mobius comes back. They have their little standoff, and she just walks off into a portal. Um, we'll come back on this because we're, we're going to talk about who the villain is, but I think that she goes back to like find another variant of He Who Remains. Yeah, I think so too. I think it was definitely she. She said something about like looking for him. Um, honestly, I think these were probably the weaker. This was like definitely the weaker storyline of the episode. Obviously, I think the other stuff was really great. So whenever they were like going here, I was like, "Come on, like go back." <laughs> um, I yeah. kind of wish Mobius got a little bit more of like something to do in this episode because I do love him. Yeah, I wish he like started an uprising and like told everyone like you're all there. Yeah, or he just like, like walked to the little office and just got kicked on his butt. Yeah, so I was I, I was a little disappointed by Mobius's aspect, but it was it was fine because the other stuff was really good. He they actually kind of told some of the people at TVA like the hunter I forget her number. Well, they sent her to Renslayers, yeah, yeah. Which honestly, nothing came of that. I feel like, yeah, just, 
I mean, eventually later in the episode, yeah, nothing really comes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, then they're like, we'll get to the ending later, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who even knows what it means in the end? But they go to her high school where she, where she got the pen from Franklin D Roosevelt high school, which is a key, another key Easter egg of who the main villain is revealed to be, which is really cool. Wait, why, Uh, why is it? Because I mean, all right, we're going to, we're going to get to because it it's pretty much the next scene. So Loki and Sylvie get into like this main corridor. The elevator's open and it's Jonathan Majors, who previously known, if you don't know yet, he was cast to play Kang the Conqueror, the main villain of Ant-Man 3. And basically setting up He Who Remains as a variant of Kang the Conqueror. And Kang the Conqueror's real name is Nathaniel. Uh, is uh... Maybe I got that wrong. Ben. Isn't that Nathaniel his, Reed? His, his name is Nathaniel Richards. I oh, Richards. Saw, I don't know why. Reed. I, thought his I was name thinking was, Reed uh, Richards. Nathaniel no. Richards. <laughs> He's a descendant of uh, Reed Richards. I don't mm-hmm. know why I thought his name was Franklin Richards. No, but his name's Nathaniel Richards. My mistake. <laughs> so there's no Easter egg. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what were you thinking? Like when the doors opened, do you know who Jonathan Majors was? Did you know? I did not you... know. Okay. No, you- I I was like, okay, they're gonna tell me who I didn't I didn't know he was he was cast as Kang the Conqueror. I figured it might be Kang the Conqueror because I knew it was like big speculation, and I like could just tell the way they like introduced him. It was like, oh, he's definitely like supposed to be some supervillain that I'm supposed to know who he is right now by the way he's dressed or something like that. Um, but I didn't. I figured it might be Kang. Um, but I, I I had to search it after the episode because I never really quite say it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Because he drops a little line later where he's like, oh, I've been dubbed many names. Yeah, or... exactly. Which I thought yeah. was cool. I like that. I love that. I, I like w- that they never said it like who like this is. I, I, I like that he who remains is the only name he got. That's the point. Because so Kang was the other big theory that was floating around at the time. Like, I think we you had your crazy Loki theory, which I thought was awesome. And then um, they were like, oh, it's probably just like an evil version of Loki or it's Kang. Like everyone thought it was like the new Mephisto from WandaVision. Yeah, which is why I didn't think it was going to happen. Exactly. But I love that they didn't outright say who it was and that he's just another variant of him, which is a mad cool way to introduce him. I agree. And I was pretty honestly, I was a little disappointed when he was. I thought he was like there was still going to be someone else behind it or something like that. So I was a little disappointed when the doors first opened. But like the way the episode progressed and the way they explained him and the way that his acting I like loved it by the end His of the episode. His acting was so so good. good. It was so I hadn't seen acting like that, and like I feel like that was great acting. Yeah. Even like I mean, even like Loki and Sylvie like didn't know what to do, and they're both amazing actors. And actually, like know. you know what I mean? They were just sitting there, and he was like stealing the show. So I don't know. I I was a little disappointed when they first showed him, but as the episode went on, and I like even though I didn't, he wasn't someone I already knew. I I like loved the way it went. I was skeptical at first. I thought they were just going to be like, hey, I'm Kang the Conqueror, you know, but yeah. I love that they never said his name. Yeah. His performance was just so good. Like yeah. a little bit like I've I've heard like different people saying like he's got like Willy Wonka vibes to him. Like, But creepy, that's what like, would happen if you vibes. were there millions of years. Yeah, I love that, though. You'd that's be awesome. crazy. All he has to talk to is Miss Minutes. Yeah. And, him, and like his fake timekeepers. Him eating the apple was like so like Barbosa, like yeah. evil villain. Like, I don't know. I got like Barbosa vibes from him when he was like eating the apple um maybe it's just because it's an apple but i don't know who knows um so basically basically i'll explain like why they didn't say who he was so he who remains is a diff- completely different character in the comics he's just like an old guy who's like exists at the end of time 
And apparently that's who he auditioned for first, and he wasn't supposed to be a Kang variant. And then they loved his performance so much, he re-auditioned for Kang for Ant-Man 3, and they combined the characters. They're that's like, cool. oh, let's let's make this a variant. And basically this variant is, an, is an, a, a reference to a different Kang variant called Immortus, who's supposed to be like the wisest uh, version of Kang from the end of time also. And the cool thing about Kang is that all of his variants are wildly different from each other. Whereas Loki, like, oh, they're all liars and schemers. Like, one version of Kang is, like, completely evil, like a conqueror. Uh, like, he says, oh, some people call me a ruler, which is a reference to when he was an Egyptian pharaoh, Rama mm. Tut. Uh, some people call me a conqueror, Kang the Conqueror. Immortus is, like, the wise version. There's a version, a young version of him that becomes Iron Lad in the Young Avengers, who is, like, a good character. So I think introducing him as he who remains but not saying kang the conqueror and he's just like oh see you soon i loved his last words when he was just like see you soon and then that's it yeah and like he's dead like that one's dead um yeah it was interesting um it's also interesting that like he's not magical he's just a scientist yeah i mean he's super smart though i mean like yeah i know but it's like all he uses is techno like futuristic technology like to control the whole timeline and everything like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's cool um Literally, Marvel could just be like, he's going to be the villain of every movie now. There's just going to be a different so version cool, of him. Cool. <laughs> no, obviously sure. they shouldn't do that, but like they could if they want to. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like. So you think that he not not this one, obviously, but you think that like this uh, versions of this guy are going to be like the next big bad. I don't know if he'll be like the Thanos, Thanos big bad, but I think he, we're definitely going to see a lot of variants of him throughout. Like, I wouldn't be surprised in the Eternals movie, like, because that's going to be from the beginning of time, literally. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a scene in ancient Egypt and we see Rama Tut, Kang the Conqueror. And he's not like the main villain. No, if he's just like an evil pharaoh at the time. And then like... That'd be cool if he's like a little bit of everywhere. But that that's the thing, like, aren't... um Like, aren't they in the same timeline that we're in, like the main timeline though? That's true, but it's still, like, he, as we'll get into it, I mean, his variants all, like, learned to travel to the other universes and stuff. Mm, that's true. That's true. But do you, okay, do you think his, do you think this one, uh, He Who Remains, is from the same timeline as Iron Man, like, everyone, everything we've been watching? I don't, uh, I don't know, because, like, he, he exist, first existed when there was no TVA and everything was in chaos. So it's hard to tell there was, but he's no the last one left and there's only one main timeline. I guess so. So I, th- I would like to think that he's like the prime Kang, that he's like the first version of Kang. And yeah. Well, yeah, he, I mean, it sounded like the way he said it was the one who was f- the first one he mentioned that first discovered it was the one who ended up winning the war like his variants yeah i think he's the one who discovered first discovered universal travel the one who captured Elioth and like experimented on him and the one who eventually ended the war yeah and how do you so does that like is loki like the not not this loki from this show like loki the one that got killed by thanos is he the equivalent of this version of kang yes that's prime loki i think you think yeah I think that I, I think that that would be the best way to kind of explain it. That like he won the war, he then eviscerated the other timelines to create the sacred timeline, and like that's why all the other Lokis got like pruned or something like that. 
So, all right, quick. But tangent. then, why would Sylvie not do that? Like, why would they not prune Sylvie's timeline right when she was born? Like, how to get that far? So my my theory is that so <clears throat> quick quick tangent actually what, beginning of the episode Sylvie says something really weird when she's like I was pruned before you were ever born I thought pruning was when you send people to the void I that confused that line confused me a little bit well her timeline was pruned now yeah but the way she says it she's like and also she wasn't pruned before he was born it was just a different timeline yeah I didn't realize she said that yeah it was a weird line to me okay interesting that's me. weird. But, Quick tangent, but let's get into like this is where they start to like they it would be great if they defined the terms universe, reality, timeline. Like my understanding is that he who remains says, Oh, like when I I was originally a human from the thirty first century and I discovered that there's universes stacked on top of each other. Great. That's what we've been asking for the whole series. Like mm. explain that the sacred time sacred timeline is composed of different universes following the same flow of time with no mm. branches. So my understanding is that after the whole multiversal war, he reconstructed the timeline so that the only universes that didn't branch out are the ones where there are no evil Kangs that would come and start a multiversal war. Mm. That's that's how I understood it. And he reconstructed it so that it's a circle. Did you notice how the timeline yeah. is a circle? So that at the end of time it's a constant time loop so that the end of time is always that timeline where he who remains creates the TVA and then restructures it so that it's a complete loop. Do you, you get that? Yeah, sort of. But doesn't that cause a paradox because wouldn't that he who remains still have to then find the other timelines and win the war? No, I don't think so. But there has to be other timelines for him to win the war and start the TVA. You know but I mean? it, that happened in like a prompt. See, this anytime you mess with time travel, there's going to be a paradox. Yeah, the, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but but I mean, I'm fine with that. But he specifically, like, it sounds like he like molded and pieced together the timeline in different parts to make sure that this is how it always happens. That even like before the TVA was created, there was a multiversal war. But when he reconstructed the timeline, there's no multiversal war. He just constructed it in a way that he who remains always ends up at the end of time. Yeah. Creates a TVA and reconstructs the timeline and keeps looping around. Yeah. That's why I understood it. I guess I, I, I don't think they really explained it. So it's hard to say what actually is happening. I think they need to define it. That timeline is the flow of time for one universe and universes are like different realities. Realities and universes should be inter interchangeable. Yeah, in my, I agree in my with that. Opinion. Dimensions are like the, all the scary Doctor Strange things. And then, but that's the thing. In timelines, how is there different versions? If if there are separate timelines but not separate universes, how are there different versions of Kang? Like, I would think Kangs, different Kangs come from different universes, not different timelines. Like, different timelines sounds just like one little thing could be different. We're different. Exactly. Uni you know what I mean? Like different universes, like Loki's an alligator in one. Yeah, that that's why I think it was sloppy the way they kept, there was interchangeable. Like they would use universe in one sentence and then timeline in another. Yeah, I think they really didn't want to address it because it's like hard to address. And they want to do been the multiple Lokis. Like if he just said like the other Kangs are from different universes, like he said, I found that different universes were stacked on top of each other. But the whole time. show is dealing with time, so it's like why would he then like create one one timeline instead of creating one universe to stop the other Kangs? You know what I mean? Because I don't know if that's possible. I think the main problem was that when you have multiple timelines, you have branches. Yeah, but you know. to stop the other Kangs from connecting with each other, you have to cut off what 
is like where the other kangs come from so if they come from different universes then he would have to create one universe if they come from different timelines you have to create one timeline no because he reconstructed the timeline so that those universes didn't ha branch off into timelines where an evil kang was created but but wouldn't different versions of different people be from different universes is that what you're saying yeah yeah so then but he I'm would have to eviscerate the other universes so they never connect with each other no because all all the the universes that he restructured into the sacred timeline are all good kangs that would that oh he... you're saying there's other kangs in the universe but they're just all good yeah i don't know I th about that i think he restructured it in a way that i think he's the only one in that moment like there's no other kangs so do you think at the end of the multiversal war he killed all the other kangs or, or broke their timelines and restructured the sacred timeline in a way that no universes had a kang i think there's no other kangs at the time that, that's what I understood. And he was like, if you break the timeline, other kinds are going to come. I feel like they're, they'll probably, I hope they explain that in Ant-Man 3. I feel like when you see Kang the Conqueror, they're going to have to say, for people who didn't see the show, they're going to have to re-explain it a little bit. I don't know, but he could just be a villain that does his own thing. That's a he different could. version of him. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to address it in, in, uh, when he comes in as like another villain. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But that, that's the way I understand. It took me like two watch throughs and I was like, all right, I really got to like listen to what he's saying here. But, but I feel it. like there really isn't that much of a rhyme or reason yet. No, I mean, they don't what, explain wait, it. Wait, what, what do you mean a rhyme? A rhyme like there's reason? not really they haven't really locked down what they ma they mean by the thi like everything yet. Or yeah, they haven't differentiated universe yeah. timeline and stuff. I'm trying yeah. to read. I wrote down like literally his entire speech of the of his creation like uh and what happened with the multiversal war so i'm reading peace between worlds to be conquered i don't know i feel like um i want yeah because he says he isolated he isolated the the timeline managed it and prevented further branches so to me that makes it sound like he restructured the timeline where there were only universes where nothing where he or maybe where he killed the other ones already maybe I think there's got to be other – well, technically not. But even if he eviscerated all the other Kangs, still by killing him because it's in, the Sacred Timeline's in a circle, it would break that time loop and the other Kangs would be born. Yeah, but then if he ends up killing them, they only participate in the multiversal war. They don't like cause further destruction from that. You know what I mean? No. Like if he if let's say the multiversal war happens and he wins it, he kills all the other Kangs and then time is a loop and it like comes back to the multiversal war and that all happens again. At least he like contain like he contained he know if if he puts time back in a loop, he knows he's bringing time back to a place where he is eventually going to contain every all the other Kangs. You know what I mean? I don't know if that if that's it, though. I don't know because, if that's it either, but <laughs> because even if they, by killing him, then things would still loop back around to a a time where he defeated all the other kangs i think he specifically yeah. restructured the timeline so that there's only good kangs i don't think there's other good kangs by killing him it creates the branches where the bad kangs are i don't know that there's other good kangs jake it seems like they're all villains i don't think they're all any of them are going to be good guys well uh, yeah but in the comics there are I maybe like maybe like a few but i think the vast majority of them are bad i don't think there's other i think that what happened now like i don't think there's if the timeline was bro was not broken, we would ever see another Kang. We're only going to see other Kangs because the timeline was broken. I wouldn't mind if they were mostly bad. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, I I like how he could literally be the villain up. of every movie. 
<laughs> I would love that. I would love that too. No, okay. We didn't. We need a little more differentiation, but yeah. But he was mad funny in general. Yeah, he was very. I good. loved. I loved when I, I caught it the second time around. I thought it was funny the first time, but I caught it the second time around when he's like, "Come, come, sit down," and he's pouring the tea. And he's like, "Loki." Loki, <laughs> to like placing them <laughs> yeah, in their seat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what did you think of? Uh, I don't know if this is moving too far forward, but what did you think of the fight between Loki and Sylvie? Um, I liked it. I w- wanted a little bit more magic using. Like, it would have been cool yeah. if they created. Re- I there was Always. one part where they specifically the camera angle where Loki was like, "It's all right. You can't trust." And I can't be trusted. And I thought there was going to be a copy of Loki behind Sylvie, and he was going to like stab her or something like that. Oh, but he loves her. I know he loves her, but it, I, I like wanted to see a little bit more magic. But yeah, I, but I, I wouldn't like the, if Sylvie died. No, I suppose not. But the I thought the choreography was cool. It was a yeah, cool fight. I thought it was good too. Um, that's like all, the whole final battle. Really, is the battle between them. Yeah, how did you feel that like it wasn't really an action? I like it. it more... I like it. That's what I'm saying. Wandavision should have done. I've been saying, yeah. like, why did WandaVision go for the superhero ending and just make it like a stupid superhero bomb fight? I, I like that that the best part of this episode was not the action. I like that it was like the the acting, like the whole the scenery, like the timeline circling around the castle. Miss Minutes, baby. Um, Marvel. I mean, Marvel is <laughs> it's not like they they don't need more better villains, you know, like yeah. I a lot of their I love all. I love a lot of the Marvel villains, but like some of them, I would, I would rather like a really well-developed, like one who can like, we love villains who could talk well. Oh yeah. Very well-spoken, you know? No, I'd rather actually someone who speaks another language and you need subtitles for the whole movie. AKA Malekith. (laughs) I would not rather that at all. (laughs) I'm kidding. He's the worst one. (laughs) No, but like any, any like villain who's like truly developed and's got like that deep dialogue, like Thanos kind of had that like very Game of Thrones vibe where like they just talk your ear off almost mm-hmm. and like they can like talk their way. He he literally manipulated like master manipulators. Like yeah. Sylvie was like on Loki's side and he manipulated her into thinking that Loki was like against her. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I like a talker. Um, like Agatha Harkness like should have been a little bit more of a like. A schemer rather than not just an like exposition walking and like yeah. yeah um i agree um one other thing what happened that he didn't like what was the event that he was like i don't know what's going to happen past this point oh my god i wish i wrote down the exact language because i caught it this time around um, like i didn't really get what like you're at the end of time like what is what is it now that he like I don't get what that moment was that they passed like the threshold of what he knew. I think it's exactly when he presents them the choice. Um I I think I wrote it. God. Hmm. That was a little yeah, weird I, to me. I, I, I don't, don't know. I didn't really I, quite understand that. I think he, like he knew that they were the ones. And then it was exactly when he laid out the deal. He's like, the time is now. Like, you can you can kill me, and a bunch of a more, much more evil person will take fill the void, or you could take over my job, and the dogma will continue. I have a question about that too. 
Yeah. What does it like if they chose the other choice? What would that look like? Would he be mentoring them until he kills himself? I don't really I didn't really get it was like you kill me or you take my job. But like I didn't get what wouldn't they also couldn't they kill him and still take his job? No, I don't I don't think so. Would he have to like mentor them, I guess? Because that would break the time loop. Yeah, I think he'd he'd have to mentor them. But he also kind of like made it seem like they could do whatever they wanted with it. But killing him, he's the key that like breaks that loop of time that he reconstructed the sacred timeline. I would think that if they took his job, they'd also have to kill him anyway. So I didn't get I didn't like I was kind of confused like what like, yeah, she she killed him. I got that. It broke the timeline. But they I didn't I don't feel like they laid out the other choice that well. Like what I, I don't get what that would have looked like. I think they just would have done it and he would have left. That's what it made it seem like. Like you can you can like continue and restructure. I think he kind of always wanted I think he did too. And I don't think it really matters either. He has a specific line of dialogue where he says like no matter what you choose I'm going to I don't know here. if he says no matter what you choose he's like either way I end up back here. Like yeah. if you take over my job, my everything I've built, my legacy continues. Stays, yeah. like, if not I end up back here and do If it you again. kill me then a much more worse version of me ends up and the TVA still exists, you know. Yeah. Which, which is, is like what happened. So cool. I like that. Which is also what happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that part confused me a little bit. Um, I don't get when the, like when they passed the threshold and I don't get what the other choice would have looked like really. Do you think he was lying to them just so that he can have them make a more genuine choice? Cause if like, he just kept saying like, Oh, I already know what's going to happen. Like maybe they would have been like, what is this? Maybe it could have been, but I don't think so. I think that the way that episode presented, it seemed like it was real. Or maybe he's just manipulating me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what else? Um, it, was, it was interesting to think about, like, when is this guy lying? Or when is, like, is he manipulating them? Like, does he want this to happen? I, I, was very, I don't really, really think he lied about anything. Yeah? Except that when he did, said he knew everything that was going to happen. And then he was like, oh, I lied. I don't know what's going to happen now. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he was just like, I fibbed. Yeah. I before. <laughs> um, I yeah, he, I loved him too. That's really what scene, what uh, it would look like if you chilled for a million years in the yeah. dark void of space. Seriously, uh, the scene where he like gets up on the table apparently was improvised too. Like he just like completely like went wild when they were shooting, and they're like, "This guy's amazing." He really? I bet he knew he was going to do that <laughs> going into the scene. Maybe. Um, what was I going to say? What else is there before we get to the very end? I mean, pretty much, like, do you think that Sylvie... Never mind, I kind of answered my own question. I was going to be like, do you think that Sylvie, like, turned and, like, gave up on the fight very abruptly? But I think it was just, it was all part of her scheme, like, to kiss him so that to catch him off guard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and send him back to the TVA. Were you, like, jaw-dropped at that scene? Did you expect it? Like, what what was going through your mind? Honestly, I didn't really know what to expect. Like, whatever would have happened, I would have been like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I didn't think they were going to, like, just kiss and end up together. I, I wouldn't have liked that. Like, live happily yeah. after after. That would no, have been boring. Obviously not. Yeah. I, mean, I knew there was a season two coming. So, um, no, I, I nothing would have surprised me. I, I, I kind of felt like they might, one of them might betray the other. I, I part, part of me thought it was going to be Loki. Really? But I'm happy with Sylvie. I think that makes more sense. I mean, like, to get her <clears throat> point of view, like, I don't know, like... I feel like you're you're being irrational, Sylvie. Like Loki's. Totally oh, if I you know? okay. If, if I watched, if I was Sylvie and I watched the whole MCU, I'd push that mofo through the door any day. I would never trust him. 
No, but like he's got a point. I feel like he was right. Obviously, like from our point of view, he's right. But like very rational. He's like, listen, like it warrants like a minute of thought, you know, rather. But you really no matter how much you think about it, you're not going to know what's going to happen. I don't know. I, I was totally on Loki's side. I was like. Sylvie, come on! Like, no, stop. I'm not. I'm not 100 on Loki's side. I feel like I feel like no matter what you do, you're screwed. Like, there's no way you're just gonna take over like that. There's no way. There's no way. Hmm. Unless I mean, unless he's just Willy Wonka and wanted to pass the torch along. Yeah, but you can't bring your family. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Only in the new version. Um, um, but yeah. She pushes him through the door. Do you think she knew she pushed him into like a different version of the TVA or is that just like the only TVA or is there multiple versions? I was a little confused. I think it's the only TVA because I think the same thing like the TVA. This is why we talked about this earlier. The TVA exists outside of time. But again, you can't truly exist outside of time. Same thing as the Citadel at the end of time is because it's technically at the junction point, like at the end and the beginning of time. So you think she sent him back to the TVA and because it's outside of time. Like the next Kang has already taken over. Even though it's even though it's outside of time, she killed he who remains. Mm-hmm. Since it's at the end of the timeline, that's instantaneous. Like that the uh, next one, one who question, takes over like, the TVA takes over. Te- technically it should have been instantaneous, like he should have immediately turned into Kang the Conqueror, but like I get for like the camera work and like the thematic way you gotta present it like Oh, you think Kang, Kang the Conqueror is gonna be the next one? The the statue that they showed in the TVA, that's Kang the Conqueror's. But Conqueror. you think that's gonna be the same version as um Emma and the Wasp? I think so. You think? Mm, I'm not so sure. Yeah. That's his outfit. That's like his Kang outfit. I feel like that's I think Ant Man three might come before um Or right as right as she kills him, probably. Oh, I was talking about just time like oh. I think Ant Man three might come before Come Loki out before. Two. Yeah. Well yeah. But I think yeah, technically if you're talking log- logistically, when she stabbed him it should have been an instantaneous change like the new version of kang should have been there but i get for Well, maybe not for her you don't think so because she exists like the citadel the end of time is literally at the end of time so but he waited millions of years for them to come you know what i mean because he said he's lived a million lifetimes because he's been through the timeline a million times to yeah so maybe the timeline circled around a few times with sylvie chilling there I don't I don't think I feel like it should have been instantaneous at that point. And since it's it exists at the end of time, the new Kang showed up. And since it's also at the beginning of time, he created the new TVA. So when Sylvie pushed him, like he ended up in the new TVA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that could be that could be. Yeah. So is the timeline broken or no? Like the, the, the new Kang already fix it or no? I think that his. So the Kang the Conqueror's whole point is to conquer every single timeline. So I don't think his he wants to fix it. Like when Mobius and the Hunter were like, what do we do? Does he not want us to like prune them? Like I think that there he's his his he's MO is just off. like let them go. So the TVI is not meant to keep a sacred timeline, maybe. I think he waited until a point hmm. until where the multiversal war started, and he's just like, There it is, let it go, you know? That's interesting. I thought, tell me if you had the same vibes. Is all right. She pushes Loki through the portal, and that scene where he's just kind of like sitting on the on the steps there, like feeling like heartbroken, mm-hmm. and they're like zooming into his face. It looked like he was like sinister and angry. I thought he was gonna lift up his head and like have 
evil Loki eyes and like go through a portal, go back to 2012 and like, just like wreck havoc on like, he's not a Sith Lord. I got that vibe where he was just going to be like, screw this. Like I'm going back to the timeline. I'm going to wreak havoc, you know? Yeah, but he couldn't, he doesn't have a thing to get back to the timeline. He could have easily stole one. I guess that's, I'm happy that's not it though. No, I'm happy it's not, but I at, in the moment, I was like, come on, like, evil Loki, like, just rage out right now. Like, I wanted him to literally just go back to the timeline, just, like, slaughter all the Avengers. It would have been, like, crazy, but I'm glad it didn't happen. What would you do if it. he was... <laughs> no, that wouldn't make any sense. I was like, what if you? What would you do if he came back and he was, like, the like it was the same Loki the whole time? He, like, inserted himself back into the timeline, and it was he's the same one as the original Loki. I wouldn't have liked that. That at wouldn't all. have really made any sense. No. Yeah, because no, then you'd be like looking for Sylvie the whole time. That wouldn't have really made sense. But it was just a thought. You no, never know with I, this time travel stuff. <laughs> it always comes back to bite you. We're definitely gonna have to devote a whole episode to discussing the ramifications of time travel. Yeah. Now, because there's a lot of questions. But I, I no, I think it it was a much better reveal that like he runs up to Mobius and Mobius doesn't know who he is. Yeah, I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. No jet ski for Mobius, though. I know. I, maybe he'll get one at the end of the show. I hope so. How many seasons do you think it's going to be? How could this show end, though? Like, what are they going to do to resolve something like this? I really don't know. They're just going to have to either. You think collapse. Kang is going to be the main villain of the show always? I guess. I think so. But it, do you think he's ever going to be the main villain of like anything else? Ant-Man 3. Yeah, but he might be. He might be, uh, I don't know. He might not be, like, it might not be all time travel related. I don't know if it'll be time travel. I think I think the TV, the new TVA is in the quantum realm now. I don't know if the, the one at the start of season one was in the quantum realm, but now I think that, like, now that Kang the Conqueror is the villain of Ant-Man 3, I think he set up the new TVA in the quantum realm. To me, that makes sense. I, even if they're not using specifically the quantum realm i think anybody who uses time travel in the mcu is harnessing quantum energy in some capacity perhaps i'm so confused if we're time travel time traveling or going through realities or universes i think it's time travel yeah, it definitely is time travel but also kang was like other universes and we met each other it sounds like rick and morty yeah it definitely it's funny enough. I feel like Rick and Morty explains it very a well. little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think it does too. Rick and Morty, like I, in a comedic uh, scene, I feel like wacky concepts like that are explained. Like it's very easy to understand for oh, some weird reason. Cause you don't have to like explain it perfectly. It's just like, Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of just makes sense. That's funny. I, it's a wonder then I wonder like uh, if Ant-Man three is going to like, explain it perfectly just because there's a more like comedic you know? yeah i don't know it is interesting to think that like such a huge villain like kang is going to be an ant i'm i'm glad because i ant-man deserves to be ri- oh you don't like ghost like, oh I you don't want ghost. ghost to be the main villain it hurts it hurts it always <laughs> hurts <laughs> um yeah i'm interested i'm interested to see how they weave in jonathan majors into like all the different mediums i'm i'm very interested to see how they use the character or the characters true i i can't wait i hope they deliver on seeing multiple kangs because that's just a cool such a cool way to introduce him 
Like, I feel like when the Fantastic Four eventually get introduced, like, there they do a lot of time travel stories. Like, Reed Richards has got to meet Kang at some point. I feel like that, and I loved his. I mentioned it earlier, but I love his last words in this episode. See yeah. you soon. Great. I thought um, it was so cool. Almost as good as Luke Skywalker saying "See you again, kid," then never seeing him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh a good story for another time (laughs) i'm very interested i'm also interested to see sylvie moving forward like i don't know how they're going to use her yeah i don't know i I mean she's definitely going to be a big part um and in loki season two i guess you think she's going to be outside of loki at all well reports have been showing that loki tom hiddleston is going to be in doctor strange too so i wonder if sylvie will like make some sort of appearance or something Hmm. We'll see. I feel like there's w- so many characters in Doctor Strange too, right? Now. I know we that's the thing. Think... I don't want it to just be like, oh yeah, we got the madness. <laughs> Literally, let's ca- let's count it down. We got Doctor Strange, Wanda, Wong, now Loki, probably Agatha Harkness because Kevin Feige was just like, oh, Agatha Harkness is going to show up in the in the movie soon. It's probably going to be her. America Chavez and um whoever the villain is, and then we're going to get alternate versions of everyone else, like. Is Mar- That's a lot. Is, is he um the guy from Doctor Strange one? Is he the one you America Mordo. Chavez? Mordo, okay. Mordo's gonna be no America Chavez is a young Avenger character. Oh, oh, and Mordo is gonna be in it. Mordo. Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a cast of characters mm-hmm. we got here. Um so what do you think overall? How does it stack up with the other shows? How does it uh how did you how'd you like it? I really, really liked it overall, but it's like neck and neck with WandaVision for me. Even though I wasn't as much of a fan as the finale, like week through week, I was having so much fun theory crafting with WandaVision and I just love the concept so much. I just, this is all so cool to see them doing different sitcoms, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I think this is my favorite of the, the shows. Definitely Falcon. I, I, if, if you ask me going into the shows, which one would be my least favorite of the three? I might have said Loki just because I don't like when they use characters that should be dead. Um, but I think this was my favorite so far. I like that they address like the, the main point of the show. They, they weren't just like, oh, he gets out and goes on an adventure. He gets out of the timeline, goes on an adventure. I like that the main thrust of the show is like he messed up the timeline by doing that. Here's how it happened. Um, I enjoyed pretty much every episode, even my least favorite, the one on the Apocalypse Planet. I forget the name. It starts with Janelle. Um, I, I still I still enjoyed it a lot. I thought there was like good character moments. I thought it made the relationship between Loki and Sylvie mm-hmm. believable. And I like I think they stuck the landing really well. Um, I was hoping for a reveal yeah. of someone I knew, like someone I would someone I would know from the universe. But honestly, there was really no one that would have been more satisfying than it was because it was it, it, like this sets up a lot more in the future. Um, I'm very interested to see what comes with season two, how they end this show and how they use Sylvie and uh, he who remains slash kind of conqueror slash Immortus. Well, I guess Immortus won't be used, but cause he's dead, but kind of conqueror and that character and his variants in the future. I'm, I'm interested to see if they go heavy handed and put him in like every single movie, I, which I honestly think I would that- not mind. Not as a main villain of every movie, but if he's like scattered through it, I'd be cool with that. That'd be really cool. I think it's it's not a fault of the show because like I've been mentioning throughout this episode is that any 
single movie TV show story that deals with time travel is going to have its complications and going to bite itself in the back in the in the butt. What's the, the term? Bite itself in the butt uh, here and I guess, there. I guess butt. Yeah, that's that's proper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's gonna come back to to haunt you in certain places, and there it's definitely a question in my mind: How are they gonna deal with the ramifications of this in the movies? Like, this is completely earth shattering for everything that we see. But not if Kane the Conqueror comes back around and unites the timeline again. I don't think he's gonna reunite it though. But but again, like we were saying, we don't know when the timeline breaks in in real time. From the beginning of the of the timeline. Because because it's a but loop. from the beginning of the timeline would have been from the first movie we've ever seen. No, but again, as we said in the beginning of the episode, even though it started to break our MCU timeline, it still exists. It's just there have been more branches that point. I know, clicked. I know. But from but for all when like from the beginning of time, the timeline's been broken. Like there's no now, moment in time now, but like but what's from now? Everything in the main like, timeline. You know what I mean? Like it's not like but oh, we've already, s- but we've already seen those movies, so they've technically like already happened. I know, but the timeline's just as broken in those movies as it is now. It could be. It could be, but this, we're, I think we're supposed to assume that so we're I'm watching not sh- those, but at the time, I don't know though. I don't, I don't know if that would make any sense. I think it might be like not as we're going into the next movies. Timeline's broken. What's going to happen? We everyone is dealing with the timeline breaking. This is, you know what I mean? I, I, I think the timeline. It's possible that the timeline's just as broken then, like in all the movies we've watched already, than as it is now. And, like you said, Kang the Conqueror hypothetically should show up at right when Sylvie kills Immortus slash He Who Remains. So maybe who knows how soon the timeline's going to get fixed and where that happens within the the whole timeline. I don't I don't know that it's going to be clear cut now. The timeline's broken because Loki came out at this point. But that's the thing with with time, you can't always give a definitive point. Like exactly, so I don't know if they're gonna get, be like timelines broken now, guys. It might just be characters traveling from one to another if they get like the like the technology that. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're supposed to assume all the MCU movies we've seen so far, like happen when he who remains was in charge and there were no branches. I think that's and... just your point of view hypothetically it should have happened if you think of it from just point of view of watching it should be right after avengers one because that's where loki starts not 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 really because that didn't always happen the avengers didn't always travel back in time on the prime i guess that's true that's true it happened after avengers endgame but the timeline i don't know i think i think that it might not be as like timeline's broken now guys Let's got We got to fix it. No, obviously, no one's ever going to declare timelines broke, except in Doctor Strange. I think they're going to be like the multiverse is out of control right now. Yeah, because when it, Doctor Strange one was happening in all those years, the timeline wasn't broken. But now, going forward, it is. I because I'm not sure only, because they're only starting to see the ramifications in when that when um Doctor Strange two comes around. But who knows? We haven't seen the, the next movies yet. I don't know that the multiverse of madness is going to be like, oh, Sylvie killed them. The timeline's broken. We got to solve the multiverse of madness. I'm not sure that this created the multiverse of madness directly. I kind of have a feeling that it did. I don't I mean, know. I don't. I don't know if that's what the multiverse of madness refers to. You know, I don't know if it refers. I think to like maybe if Loki's in it, he'll bring their attention to it, and it'll help them realize that the timeline's broken. 
But I don't know that it's going to be like, oh my god, all this chaos is happening because the timeline's broken. I don't think it, Multiverse of Madness refers to, oh, the timeline is in branches now. I think Multiverse of Madness refers to like some sort of villain is taking advantage of all of the the could timelines. be yeah could be but i don't i don't know that it's going to be as clear cut as you think and i think we're just assuming because we've seen stuff already that the timeline was was clear cut no but then how but, does like you know but, how do the branches but, of loki exist it's like they really haven't explained it well but like you know but, what i mean but, but think about it avengers endgame happens in in 2023 is when they do the time heist so prior to that, there were no Avengers that traveled back in time. So the first Avengers movie, there was no Branch Loki here. So the Branch Loki was only created in our, in what we saw as 2023. They went back to 2012. Then that Branch was created. Then all the events of Loki happened. Then the timeline's broken. But so the, the, timeline... the events of Loki happen off the timeline now. And the timeline keeps going in circles anyway. So it's like... But, but we But we as the viewer have already experienced those years. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how we experience it. It matters how the universe experiences it. I don't know. I guess you're right, but like... You know what I mean? The events happened. We saw the whole timeline branching. It wasn't like, there's 2023 on the timeline. Everything from there off is branching. It was a whole timeline branching. I think as you go further in time, there's going to be more branches, but... So so you think that, like... But I see what you're saying with the events. Like, you can't change the few, like... You can't change the future. You, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, By yeah. Changing the past doesn't change the future. Yeah, but then again, the whole timeline is a loop. So, do you think, like in the new movies now, we're going to get some reveals that, like, oh, back in Captain America: Winter Soldier, this person was actually from a different universe no, no, or no. something? That's not what I'm saying. But I don't know that. It's, I think it might just be like a few characters coming in here and there. That like, if if. What's his name was a pharaoh that has to be in the past. What's his name? Ramatut. If he was Ramatut. a pharaoh, that has to be in the past. You know what I mean? So it's like, I guess you're, that could I, be a different I, timeline, I guess. But like, you know what I mean? I don't. I just don't know that it's going to be like timeline is now broken. That's it. I think it's going to be like, oh, where would you come from? And it's like, oh. I think we're both a little right, to be honest. Like, I think <laughs> they're definitely going to address it, like as if everyone has seen loki after everything else but i don't know yeah. I, I don't know if it'll be like after sylvie bombed the sacred timeline we were like that's a multiverse of madness and then that meant nothing they just fixed it <laughs> they literally never explained <laughs> it. oh my god um which i one, still don't know what that why she was doing that you know what one thing where i think it might even it comes close to beating wandavision might be even be beat have beat wandavision is the music the theme music is really like good yeah mad good and loki i mean the music um, in wandavision is good too though it was so good it's like, really good i that's the stuff i like nerd out about is like you could tell they did their research to perfectly recreate all those decades and like even the music like they went hard into like using the right instruments and orchestration and like that's right uh the right recording really technology it was really cool but, I, I don't know. I think Loki and WandaVision are definitely neck and neck for me. I love the TVA. I think it's like a really cool concept and Miss Minutes, obviously, and Kang and Conqueror. Um, but yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier, then like WandaVision and Loki are neck and neck for me. Well, right Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely the lowest one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that had the best action out of the three. That could be. Could be. Yeah. I like a nice hand to hand combat. Yeah. 
Do you think that there was um, no crazy fit in this one for Loki? Like, when, I guess and, like the the variant Lokis had like the cool fits, but they weren't like power fits. They know? weren't like Scarlet Witch, Captain America fits. No, <laughs> I love President Loki's fit, but like it's not like a power fit. Yeah, it's not like oh my god, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> he just stayed in the stupid tie the whole time. Yeah. I kind of want that variant jacket he he wore he wears in like episode two. That's a yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So next up for Marvels, what if? I'm hyped for for what if. I'm hyped for what if too. I I'm excited that they're like it seems like they're connecting. What happens in what if to the each other? Did you watch the trailer finally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally okay. watched the trailer. It took me a while. Cool. But right, it seems like it's almost like in in like black mirror each episode's different and like they connect a little bit but it's just easter eggs it seems like this one the last few episodes like all the characters from the different universe are gonna get together i think so i think they're gonna so like, a, cool. like a multiverse avengers team you know what? like why cool. not like i kind of like that shows and movies sometimes it's just like why not like let's just get <laughs> all these random that. let's get all these random timelines that all this different stuff happens and make a make a team of all the characters that like don't make any the, sense. The way you said that, you know what? Why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> if I was Avengers, sitting in the conference room and someone pits that idea, I'd be like, you know what? Why not? That's so cool. Like, it seems like it's not something they should do, but it seems like it doesn't make any sense and it's not something they should do. But then you're like, you know what? It's going to be awesome. Literally every studio after the first Avengers movie came out. You know what? Why not? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's literally fake. like, why not? And like Killmonger and Black Panther are going to be on the same team. That's going to be sick, though. I'm excited for that. I love That's going to be so cool. I'm hyped that Killmonger is going to be like kind of a good guy. Yeah. Seems like. Right? That's At- the if Killmonger saved Iron Man, right? That's that's like one of the ones. Yeah. And then he's mm-hmm. going to become a good guy, of course. Yeah. At Space Jam and New Legacy. Can we add this character? Why not? <laughs> so is so is we'll get to what if another time. But I'm confused. I'm gonna try to figure out if Ego is T'Challa's dad in the in the timeline in that in that what if timeline. I would assume so. That doesn't really make much sense, and it wouldn't be T'Challa. Maybe he's a bastard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Um, I'm really excited for what? Yeah. The T'Challa Star Lord one, I'm really excited for. I'm and the Peggy for, Carter one too. I'm excited for the Peggy Carter one too. I'm excited for all of them. Oh, and the Marvel I'm, I'm zombies. very excited for the Killmonger one. The, the Marvel zombies, I'm mad hyped for. Uh, that one, I'm not that hyped for. I knew you wouldn't be. Hyped for yeah, that one. like, okay, they're just gonna turn into zombies, whatever. I don't know. I think it's gonna be cool. And uh, <laughs> what's it called? If Ultron assembled the Infinity Stones, that's gonna be awesome. You know, I love my Ultron. Did they get James yeah. Spader or no? Yeah, I think they, they, did. they did. Yes, they didn't. They didn't get um Vision. Robert Downey Jr. and uh Vision and it didn't um, sound like they got Vision, right? Paul Bendy. I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I can see Robert Downey Jr. He's like the highest paid actor in Hollywood, but Vision, he's like heavily involved in Marvel still. Who knows? Party Who Thor. Knows? I love Party Thor too. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? What were we just saying? Harvey, I had something in my head. What if? Loki, Sylvie, Miss Minutes. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so <laughs> did Miss Minutes trigger you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick, quick. Last point is, uh, people online have been saying like a great episode that they should do of What If is for Infinity War. What if the other half got snapped? Oh, so that would have been the, so cool. Wouldn't that be so like? to see like oh who who would have went where in the time heist and who would have like eventually snapped everyone back in the end why would they not do that i think they should i really hope they do they're gonna do more what ifs yeah they've already confirmed multiple seasons that'd be really cool i would love that you think that okay are the what ifs from season two gonna team up with the what ifs from season one eventually i don't know i feel like we don't know enough about like how exactly they team up in season one all right, well, I can't wait for them to team up. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hyped for that and hyped that now hopefully they can release the freaking Spider-Man No Way Home trailer because all this multiverse stuff is explained. Just waiting for that trailer. You think they're definitely going to put like all the Spider-Man in the trailer? I hope that they don't like I hope the first teaser is literally like the like most vague glimpse at all like if it's i hope like it as, is at most a shadow a shadow or like their feet or like from the low angle from the back or something like that where you see like two sets of feet or something like that their booties <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> their booties I don't, yeah their feet okay they're in their booties <laughs> That sounded weird now that I'm thinking about it. I'm not... You know, from the like... back. <laughs> Need to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield from the back. All right. Well, sad to see Loki go, but sounds like he's going to be back soon. He will so... definitely be back soon. Yes, Loki will return. And with that... Popcorn Heist will return. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Popcorn Heist. Join the heist. Join the heist.